gang, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you adventure pack stories every single week where you could be the hero. We have an exciting story for you guys coming up, but first, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Okay, so today's shout out goes to Robert, who is crazy about Lego, and he would like a story about different Lego sets and a bad scientist who makes them disappear and a good scientist who makes them reappear. And he also asks that there could be a Lego shark and a Megalodon robot shark in the story as well. So thank you so much for these ideas, Robert. We love them and we also love Lego too. And also we see that it's your birthday on October the 20th, which I believe is tomorrow on Wednesday. So happy birthday, Robert. We hope you have a fantastic day. Now we hope everybody enjoys this story. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Everyone's heard of Lego. It's quite possibly the world's greatest toy, allowing children to flex their imaginations as they build spaceships and castles and dinosaurs and trucks. It's so great that lots of adults love Lego too. One person who particularly liked Lego was Robert. He'd recently turned six years of age, and for his birthday, he'd received a brand new Lego set that he just couldn't wait to build. Robert carefully opened the box, poured out the contents onto the floor, and set about building, following the instructions as he went. Time flew by as he busied himself with the blocks until, at last, the Lego set was finished. He stood up and stepped back to admire his handiwork. But, as he did, the Lego set vanished. It just disappeared. It quite literally blinked out of existence. Robert couldn't believe his eyes. One minute, it had been there on his bedroom floor, and the next, gone. If it wasn't for the box and instructions still laying there, there would have been no evidence that it had ever been in his room at all. Robert was too shocked to get upset and too stunned to call out. He just stared at the empty space on the floor where the Lego set had been. And then he carried on staring right up until there was a knock on his bedroom window. Hello, said a voice. Hi, can you open the window, please? Robert didn't often have complete strangers arriving at his bedroom window, but he did note that the person was asking nicely. As he opened the window, he could see a woman in a white coat like a scientist might wear. She wore old-fashioned goggles on her head and her long, curly red hair was pulled back in a black scrunchie. 
Most noticeably, she was sat in a small open-topped car that was somehow hovering above the ground. Ah, said Robert, not quite sure what to say. Hey kid, look, sorry to bother you, she said quickly. Were you just playing with Lego? Ah, yeah, said Robert cautiously. And, and did it disappear as soon as you completed it? She asked. Yes, said Robert, now nodding furiously. Yes, yes, it did. Yes, said the lady, pumping her fist in the air. Oh, sorry. I don't mean uh, I'm happy that your Lego disappeared. Let me explain. I'm Dr. Somerset. And I've been trying to track down an evil scientist called Professor Malador, who is stealing children's completed Lego sets. Why would anyone want my Lego set? asked Robert. (sighs) That's what I'm trying to find out, said Dr. Somerset. And now, with, with these readings I'm getting from your bedroom, I think I can find out. Do you want to come along? Where to? asked Robert. Don't know yet, she said, holding out her hand. That's half the fun. Got a name? Robert, said Robert, and he climbed aboard. The hovering car moved incredibly fast, flying through the air, high above the ground. Soon, they were leaving the land behind as they moved out across the ocean and then gently at first began to dive towards the water. Hang on tight, laughed Dr. Somerset as a clear roof extended across the vehicle just as they splashed beneath the waves. Down they went until Dr. Somerset was alerted by a flashing red light on her dashboard. "'Something's seen us, Robert,' she said, looking around her. "'Can you see anything out there?' Robert's eyes strained to make out anything in the deep blue waters. What's more, he didn't know which way to look. Suddenly, something shot past the car, swimming fast. Robert's jaw fell open. "'That was a shark,' he said. "'Really?' said Dr. Somerset. Oh, I'm sure there are plenty of sharks down there. Yeah, but not made of Lego, said Robert, as the shark once again zoomed past the car. Vicious, sharp teeth were flashed as it passed. Ah, yes, we're going to need some help, said Dr. Somerset. She began pressing buttons, and there was something shot out of the car beside them. It was a cube that slowly began to break apart, unfolding itself into something much bigger. A little invention of mine, she explained. Environment Adapting Robotic Life Form, or Earl for short. If this Professor Malador is going to throw a Lego shark at us, how about we throw a robot Megalodon right back at him? Yeah, agreed Robert. Outside, Earl had finished shifting shape and was now an impressively large prehistoric shark. 
much bigger than the Lego one that was currently moving closer once more. As it opened its jaws wide, Earl opened its jaws even wider and chomped the Lego shark in two. Ha! That took care of the problem, grinned Dr. Somersault as she adjusted her goggles on her head. Now, let's find Professor Malador. This didn't take too long. They soon arrived at a vast underwater base, which seemed to be the source of the signal Dr. Somersault had been tracking. Look, Robert, can you see? She asked, pointing. Oh, yeah, he replied. It's made of Lego. And, if I'm right, it's been stolen from children like you. But how do we get in? I can't see a door, worried Robert. We don't need a door, winked Dr. Somerset. We've got an L. As she said this, the robotic Megalodon powered past them and collided with the wall of the base, punching an enormous hole straight through it. Water immediately began to flood the complex, and it wasn't long until all they needed to do was float the car inside. Dr. Somersault steered through flooded Lego corridors until, finally, they came upon a glass-walled laboratory. On the other side, a desperate-looking man with a forked beard was racing between machines and punching instructions into keyboards. He looked up in horror as Dr. Somersault's floating car came into view on the other side of the window. What have you done? he wailed. My lovely secret base! Your lovely secret base has been built with the treasured Lego sets of hundreds of boys and girls, said Dr. Somersault sternly. You're a wicked man for causing so much misery and upset. What are you going to do? He bawled. You can't leave me here. I'll drown. Oh, we'll get you out, but not before you return all the Lego sets you've stolen, said Dr. Somersault. Oh, I can do that, Professor Malador said quickly. Look, I'm doing it now, but if I press this button... All the Lego will disappear after 60 seconds. How will you get me to safety? A sudden shuddering boom sent Lego scattering across the laboratory floor as the gigantic head of the robotic Megalodon crashed into the room. Poor Professor Malador screamed in terror as water came jetting in through the jagged gap. Climb into Earl's mouth! instructed Dr. Somersault. He'll get you to safety. You mean he's going to eat me? Not quite, but you'd better hurry, Dr. Somerset warned. The water's coming in fast. Professor Malador knew he had no choice. He hit the button to return all the Lego, then dived into Earl's giant mouth, which snapped shut behind him. There was no need to race to escape from the underwater base. They simply waited for the 60 seconds to pass, and the Lego just vanished, all returning to the children it had been stolen from.
leaving Dr. Somerset's car and Earl drifting in the empty ocean as Professor Malador's equipment sank slowly into the depths. As they returned to the surface, Robert asked what would happen to Professor Malador. Oh, don't worry about him, said Dr. Somerset. I'll be taking him to the police. And as for you, I think it's time to take you home to your Lego set. Robert smiled at that. But one thought did cross his mind. If the Lego had been underwater, did that mean it was now all going to be wet, sitting in a puddle in his bedroom? Oh well, he thought. He'd find out soon enough. The End